Bush and Ritchie here with your Hometime Show podcast. As you're about to hear in the show that follows, uh, I reveal just briefly, just fleetingly, that I've gone and treated myself to a Christmas present, an early Christmas present. And I would urge everyone to do that because it's a good thing to do sometimes. Because let's face it, 90% of the stuff you get for Christmas is like, oh, great. You, you don't, if you want things in life, you've normally gone and got them. Do you know what I mean? It's not like how it used to be. I bought myself a schmock, a smock, like a little... Liam Gallagher-esque green hoodie that you put over your head. And you know what, Richie? I, I would advise you to get a smock too. They're fantastic. Um, uh, uh, questions, some questions. So are there are there armholes? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm concerned now what you think a smock might be, like a like a poncho type thing. Yeah, no, it's like yeah. A, it's like a it looks like a normal kind of baggy-ish hoodie type thing, but with a with a hood. So it looks like something that uh, Liam Gallagher might wear on stage, like when we saw him at the Isle of Wight festival. It's got a bit of that going on about it. But, but uh, uh, sorry, I refer. You, I don't want to sound like a politician being quizzed here. But are there armholes? Yes, the, yeah, you, yeah. There's armholes in it. Yeah, there's, cool. it's got arms. I like that. I like the sound of that. Sorry, I didn't know whether were, you like had to like like an octopus come out from underneath. To do something, I like the sound of that. That's great. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't rule out a poncho at some point. Maybe you know, a smock is a gateway into eventually getting into ponchos. But let's just see what happens. So good to have your company on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Richie and I are our own men. We're friends, but we work together. But we have our own ways of doing things, and that's what makes the Home Time Show an award-free but an, enjoy- an enjoyable product, nonetheless. That we all enjoy, all of us, one big family on a daily basis. And it's been lovely just before Christmas uh, for Richie and I to be unified on one major topic. It's lovely to see in the past twenty-four hours, Richie has joined me in wearing his watch on his right wrist. And I, I-, I put it to you that <clears throat> your right hand, your right wrist, is the correct hand to have your watch on left hand mob if you're listening to this right now swap over to the right wrist come and join us it's brilliant <laughs> um, i i don't <laughs> i don't huh? wish to derail proceedings hey. really really earlier on uh, but i wa- i was indeed wearing my watch yeah. on my right wrist yesterday i've Welcome. Sw- i've <laughs> no i've switched back to its normal and rightful home on its left wrist today. Uh, I only switched yesterday what? just because my eczema had flared up, so I moved across for a day. But it's back. It's back where it should be. I, I, I wouldn't normally wear it on my right hand. It's not right. But how how did it feel the the, the day or so that you wore it like I do on my right on my right hand, my right wrist? What, how did that make you feel? It was better though, right? No, I didn't like it. I did. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I'm right-handed, so it didn't feel right to have my watch on my right wrist. I've got a stronger right wrist. It was harder to fit. I heard round. that rumor. <laughs> So the, the whole reason you swap was because of your eczema. There's me thinking we're doing a high five, and it was just an eczema-based thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it was a temporary thing. It's all 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 gone down again. Listen, I think it's time for us all to agree that the right hand is the correct hand to no. wear a watch on. There's a lot of people out there with these ridiculous old-fashioned pocket watch ideas of old archaic rules and regulations about why you must have your watch on your left hand. Swap to the right. I promise you'll never go back. Just just a little survey. Home time audience listening to this right now. Where do you stand on it? Getting a little inkling as well that some people don't even wear a wristwatch anymore. Oh, come is, on. Come on. You know, I know mean, we've had the pandemic and everything, but surely it is an end of days right now. And already the people who agree with me are texting in. Bevin Swansea says, I'm with Bush on the whole watch debate. Wear mine on my right wrist, and I've always done so. Anything else is plain wrong. Kevin Mansfield says, watch on the right, brown sauce on bacon, red sauce on sausage. Come on, lads, just the basics. 
I think what you've done there is read out the only ones that have been agreeing with you because there oh. is. Tidal wave. <laughs> it's a tidal wave. Uh, Daniel's pointing out that um, the convention says you're wrong. Uh, if I right. wore my watch on the right wrist, the winder would be on the wrong side. You've not thought this through, Bush. I, I, he sounds like a wind-up to me, even just from reading his text, to be honest with you. That's the wind that we're talking about here. Uh, Pete Hannis has tweeted. He's tweeted a photo. He's wearing it on his on his left hand. So there's still people we need to convert, but he's wearing it on his left hand. But he's, does, he's one of these people who puts the watch underneath his wrist like a 75-year-old jeweller or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now, that is wrong, because you're going you're, you're gonna to knock the watch face and damage it. He's got one of them fancy Apple watches like you, Rich. You know, your watch that keeps piping up and asking us if we wanted to search for the uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. population of Ecuador whilst oh, we're in the middle of a conversation. Very familiar with that. Uh, Jane, left or right wrist? I always wear it on my left because I spent 24 years in the Royal Air Force and you always have to have your right hand free to be able to salute if you pass an officer. But everything goes on the left-hand side. So the watch, my handbag, and I've just done a lot of Christmas shopping and I carried 32,000 Christmas shopping bags in my left hand, leaving my right free. But I've been a city for 11 years now. So I'm not going to salute anybody apart from a magpie. <laughs> Fantastic. Good to know your position on that. I mean, you know, what stops you from saluting with a watch on your wrist? Hey, Jane, come on. Give well, me a programme. Nothing particularly. It's just, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. But you always have to leave your right hand free to be able to salute. And I think it's a, a jingly jangly thing. So, Jane, if we're looking to make a ruling on this to find out whether Bush is right or not, you're, you're saying to us that the rules, because of one of Her Majesty's services, suggests Absolutely. that it's the, le- <laughs> it's the left-hand yeah. side for the watch. Stand by your bed. It's your left wrist that should always wear the watch. I do believe, Jane, you did say it was a jingly-jangly thing, which somewhat undermines your argument. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jane, club car prices have come to Tesco Mobile this Christmas. A brand new mobile's coming to you as well. Woohoo! Merry Christmas! You can hold that in your left hand as well, you weirdo. I absolutely will. <laughs> Thanks very much. It's a tough sell. Andrew, where are you? Left or right? Neutral. I use a pocket watch. Wow, you use a pocket watch like a like a stage magician? Yeah, yeah, a bit like that, I suppose. Um <laughs> I work in the hospital, so we can't have stuff on our wrists. So I use a pocket watch on a chain that puts in my belt instead. Wow. So even if you're not in the hospital, when you're out and about, you're just in a pair of jeans watching a film down the cinema, you've still got your pocket watch on a chain off of your belt? Oh, yes. If I'm not wearing wow, a waistcoat, then I'm really pocket. Oh, wow. Yeah. I reckon you're primed to be able to take a fainted lady's pulse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andrew, where would you put a mobile phone? Because Tesco Mobile want to give you one because club car prices have come to them this Christmas. Don't answer that question. Don't answer that question. (laughs) You've got a phone, Andrew. Lovely. Thank you. It's home time with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. This is the radio show that's got a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time once again to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decade. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be bagging £500 as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win? On the line, I'm very hopeful right now to play, we have Ant. Hi, Ant. How you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, you? We're good, Ant. It sounds like you're parked up in a car somewhere, primed to win. Yeah, I'm literally waiting for the missus to finish her Christmas shopping. <laughs> Good man. Uh, and what, are you just staying right out of this? Is this your normal position when it comes to doing the big shop? You sit in the car and wait for her to finish? 
Yeah, you can't have an argument in the car by yourself, can you? <laughs> <laughs> your performance on Through the Decades is actually really important. If you're waiting for your other half to finish Christmas shopping, this could be paying for it. Yeah, she could go and get some more. I might not have to tell her. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, fingers crossed, fella. Fingers crossed for you. Here's the rules, Ant. We're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and the present day. And you'll have yep. 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. Can't pass on a question, and when the time's up, it's all over. That makes sense? Yes. No bother at all, yeah. Good man, this is of course a, a fully functioning time machine. That it comes with risks. If you if you can't get through the loop in one go, you get stuck in the decade which you end up in. That's just part of the rules. Uh, also, we just need to ask what decade you would like to start in. Yeah, uh, I'll start with the noughties, I think. Whoa, right, excellent. Right. Good for you. Uh, no one started away from the sixties for a little while now. Okay, ants. Are uh, you yep. going to get sixty seconds? Good luck, fella. Let's go it's through right. the decades. Through the decades. Naughties, A Rush of Blood to the Head is the second studio album by which band? Oh, Rush of Blood to the Head. I know this, I've got it somewhere. Goldplay. Correct. Tens. Who played King George in the 2011 film The King's Speech? Ooh. King's Speech, King George. Had a stutter. Was it, um, oh, I'm trying to think Jeffrey Rush, but he was, he was his, oh, no. George the Sixth. Yes! Uh, right now, which celebrity was crowned Strictly Come Dancing 2021 champion of the weekend? I watched it. I watched it. Her uh, off EastEnders, that's not going to count, is it? Her <laughs> off EastEnders, I don't think it was, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Was it Tilly Ramsey? It wasn't Tilly Ramsey, and Ooh. time is up. You're a loser, and you have lost. It was oh, Rose Ailing Ellis. That was it. Yeah. Was she was from EastEnders, but wasn't. We needed the name. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that's a bad guess on it. And never mind, guys. I enjoyed it. So. <laughs> I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you because you're trapped in the present day, which we all know that's pretty terrible at the moment. You're stuck here for eternity. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Covid forever. Huh? <laughs> uh, and no win for you today. Uh, we're going to play again tomorrow. Your chance to play and bag £500 if you call 03301231215. Uh, you have got until six o'clock to enter and all the terms and conditions are at absoluteradio.co.uk. And if you can't wait until then, you can play the Through the Decades game on the Amazon smart speaker right now by turning to it and say, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. TV channels uh, falling out last night. Uh, Channel 5, very much in the doghouse uh, with uh, BBC One. Uh, If you've been a fan of uh, Celebrity Christmas MasterChef... It was on last night. Uh-huh. Channel 5 so excited about it uh, that they gave the result away uh, in their news bulletin last night. Thing is, the programme hadn't gone out on BBC One yet. Oh, my word. Is that like shots fired? Is that them trying to sabotage someone else's programme? <laughs> Sounds like shots fired to me. Yeah, they probably got some really good, uh, like, Tony Robinson documentary on that they wanted people to watch or something. Yeah, I don't well, know. The, the other two, is it BBC who've got MasterChef? Yeah? Yes, yeah. They should announce, like, on the news that uh, the, the ending of uh, Hitler Aliens or whatever Channel 5 have got on. 
<laughs> Hitler aliens from space underneath the pyramids. So Channel Give 5, the they had to issue an apology, issue a statement. Here we go. We would like to apologise for mistakenly announcing the winner of BBC One Celebrity MasterChef before it was revealed on the programme tonight. Apologies to all fans of the show. Channel 5. <laughs> I mean, what a sign-off. Channel 5. Channel (laughs) 5. But that is quite some surprise ruined. Um, I'm in the doghouse a little bit at home at the moment. Um, Rocco's Christmas present hasn't been wrapped yet. It's just been left under, like, a pile of coats in in the spare bedroom, which Uh I left the door open to whilst I was having a shower yesterday. Of course, he's just clattering around, goes in there, sees it, he's like... Oh, wow! Look! He recognises yeah. exactly what it is. A naked me runs around into the spare room. Get out of there! Leave that alone! There's Santa! Leave that! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just the disaster of last night. So, yeah, well done, me. What a mental image you've painted for everyone having their tea during this show. <laughs> I'm sorry if you've gone off it. Christmas, you... <laughs> is cer- Christmas has certainly been ruined on a number of levels. <laughs> Chris said, I once played Jesus in the Easter school play. I inadvertently rose from the tomb uh, before I was supposed to. Surprised everyone, wow. including my RE teacher and also the two Roman guards that were watching over the stone. Uh, you know, I, love, I love that interpretation because... <laughs> Jesus kind of like rose again, then just kind of like snuck out and left the door open, didn't he, to his tomb? I would, it would have been better if he's rolled that door out of the way and then like lasered the two guards and got the hell out of there. Do you know what I mean? At least get some <laughs> some credit, get some witnesses going, make it make us make us stand a scene. Do you know what I mean? If you have ruined a surprise like Channel Five did for everybody last night ahead of the uh, Christmas MasterChef final, tell us what it was. Do you know what I mean? You know you were saying you're in the doghouse earlier on for ruining one of Rocco's presents. Yeah. Surprise. I'm in the same uh, doghouse, actually, for Thea, our youngest daughter. My, my sister-in-law, Karen, uh, sent me a message. Uh, it's December the 17th, reading this off my phone now, so not even that long ago, saying, Hi, Andy, hope all's good. I've ordered something for Thea from a local maker. They're going to post it direct to you. It's from a business called Magpie and Me Clothing. Uh, could you wrap it, please, and then give it to Thea for Christmas as part of her Christmas gifts? And I was like, yes, Karen, brilliant. Sounds like a great idea. She'll love it. Thanks very much. No recollection of that at all. It arrived yesterday for Thea, and she's been wearing it on her head. Didn't realise what it was. I said, I don't even... Someone sent it by accident. Turns out it's their present for Christmas. <laughs> Completely ruined it. <laughs> well done. Uh, Andy, tell us about the surprise you ruined. Oh, uh, yeah. Best friends and her husband have been trying for years to get pregnant. Um, she, she told me, being a best friend, that they'd actually managed to get pregnant. I didn't properly listen to what she was telling me. And uh, I then messaged him, uh, congratulations, because he's no idea. <laughs> so he find out he found out that he was finally pregnant through your text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've been trying for such a long time, trying all sorts of different things to get pregnant. And uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, congrats, mate. And that was it. I, I was sent him. <laughs> With all due respect, Andy, I'm sure you're a lovely boat, but I reckon you took a lot of the romance out of that moment. Oh, I killed it dead. That was back when they were doing the, um, you know, they were doing the big reveals and everything, doing yep. big things, and uh, she had all sorts of plans. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I shot it dead. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you've still got any making up that you've got to do to them, um, you could give them a mobile phone because we're going to give you one. Club card prices come to Tesco Mobile this Christmas, so we're giving oh, you a mobile, way. Andy. Oh, marvellous, marvellous. I can't believe and it. And, Andy, do us a favour, mate. If anyone else tells you about them getting pregnant, just put your phone away for an half an hour yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
busy show today. So many of you getting in touch uh, from earlier still uh, about the Channel 5 disaster from last night. They gave away the result of the Christmas Celebrity MasterChef on the news last night before it had even started on BBC One, the show that was the channel that was doing the show. So we want to hear from you about the surprises you've ruined. Uh, we've still been hearing from you, getting in touch. Tiffany, what was the surprise that got ruined? Oh, so it was actually my mum that ruined the surprise for me and we went to go and see Ghost the Musical in the theatre when I was living in Australia. Right. Um, and, I, and I said, oh, I've actually never seen um, the musical or the film before. And um, I'm excited because I don't know what happens. And she goes to me, you know he dies, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it, I always wonder whether there's like a statute of limitations on uh, you know, how long the thing can be out before there's a, you know, a valid spoiler. Because Ghost has been out a while, right? Yeah, it? I know. <laughs> I just I spent like the whole time we were watching it, like just waiting. Then I was like, okay, he's going to die any minute now, any minute now. <laughs> but I mean, even if uh, Bush is right, there, there has to be some kind of time limit. But even if even if that is the case, just before the curtain goes up, exactly. is not the <laughs> is not the point, is it? You might as well just get up and go. Precisely, that's exactly how I felt. I was so upset, but it it was a brilliant show, and I enjoyed it all the same. I tell you what, as well, if your mum ever asks if you want to watch uh, The Sixth Sense with her, just say no. I'll take a rain check if I was you. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, an early Christmas from us. Club car prices have come to Tesco Mobile this Christmas. We are giving you a mobile phone. Oh my god, amazing! Thank you so much. Uh, Diane, tell us what got ruined. Well, I'd ordered some theatre tickets for my husband um, as a surprise for him to go and see the Jersey Boys and, unfortunately, the theatre rang me back and he answered the phone. So oh. ruined. Oh. oh, so the big trip to Jersey Boys. Was he excited, though, anyway? Um, well, yes, but I think it would have been better if he'd have opened the present on Christmas Day. Oh, so it was it was actually a Christmas present. Oh yes, yes, it's a Christmas. Well, it's a Christmas present for him. Yeah. Oh, so what's it like going to watch the Jersey Boys then? Is it one of them ones where you get in, involved, you stand up in your seat and start dancing as well? Oh yeah, if you know all the songs, it's great to sing along to. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have a great time. You know all the songs. What's it about? I, I'm not a massive musical person myself. Am I missing something here? What's what? What are the songs in the Jersey Boys? It's set in the 1960s, so I'm sure... Oh, I can't name them off the top of my head now, but I'm sure if you yeah. heard them, you'd know them, you'd know the tunes. I always think they've missed a trick, uh, and they should do the Guernsey Boys, which would be like a more kind of over here version, people who live on a little island, slower pace of life, that kind of thing. Mm, what would you write songs about? <laughs> um. <laughs> go on, yeah, yeah, go on, Bush. Tell us the, <laughs> tell us the synopsis to the Guernsey Boys. Well, what's well, Guernsey famous for? It's, that's not Bergerac, because that's Jersey. That's hey, Jersey. Hold on a minute, Jersey. Well, let's stick with Jersey Boys, but have it Jersey over here. We could sing about Bergerac. I've looked further into the Jersey Boys. It's the music of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. So now I'm well on board. That's the one. You'll know all the tunes. Diane, we're going to give you a mobile phone because club card price have come to Tesco Mobile this Christmas, so at least there is still something coming. Oh, that's amazing. If you saw the crack on my screen, you'd know I'd need a new phone. That, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. Uh, a lot of people I've been seeing on Twitter you know, saying they're not feeling very Christmassy at the moment, which is fair enough. These are tough times and ups and downs and everything. But one festive thing that I think has been warming to people's hearts is the daily chance to hear from a different person <laughs> called Dave up and down the United Kingdom each night on this show. Uh, let's meet another one now and ask who's this on the line. 
It's Aussie Day from North Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> right, is this our first international day, Richie? Do you think it is on the 12 days of Christmas? Well, it certainly is this year, and I can't remember an international one from previous years, so uh, this is quite a moment, Dave. Excellent, excellent. Brilliant. So tell us how you ended up over in this country, Dave. Uh, my lovely wifey is uh, is a local from uh, just, just outside of Cambridge. Fantastic. And uh, what do you do now, Dave? Uh, I run a CrossFit box and a gymnasium in uh, in Royston, North Hearts. Oh, I know oh. it well. You should come down, mate. Well, well, you, to. you can say you know, you know the area or the cross, CrossFit boxing uh, gymnasium that he uh, runs. I don't know a single CrossFit box fit gymnasium. And with all due respect to Dave, I'm not going to either. No dramas, no dramas. Uh, no Royston. Uh, Dave, I, I've been watching a lot of Married at First Sight Australia, uh, and it, it looks lovely over there, but it looks flipping hot. Are you, do, you miss the, do you miss the heat over here, or do you yearn for the heat back over there? Um, I miss the heat, if, if, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the sunshine is pretty cool. OK, but an honest answer on this one. An Aussie Christmas or a British Christmas? I like the romantic side of a British Christmas, to tell you the truth, but it is quite um, inclusive in Dory, whereas uh, the Christmases back home is outside, more social, more community-sort-of-based because it's hot and, uh, and, and humid and stuffy, mate, you know? OK. And, and final question, how does it feel to drink pints out of proper pint glasses rather than little tiny halves that you lot drink? <laughs> To be honest, mate, when I first come over here, it knocked me on the backside because I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't used to it, mate, yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't, I've come to grips to it now. Uh, well, man. look, let's talk about uh, Aussie singers. Uh, John Farnham, Michael Hutchins. I mean, such a, such a fantastic record. And now Dave from North Queensland. You, you, you set me up for a huge file, boys, I tell you. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Are you ready to sing it loud and be our 10th Dave of Christmas? I certainly shall. I don't know the lyrics, I tell you the truth, but uh, I'll give it a crack. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Dave from North Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let, let's put it a different way. Dave from North Queensland. Richard, say it one more time. How we should Dave say from North Queensland. It's not hard, is it? <laughs> not really. Yep, sweet. No worries. I've got it. I've got it. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Dave from North Queensland. Dave from Wandsworth. Dave from Mitchell. Dave from Surrey. Dave from Starbridge. Dave from Newcastle. <laughs> David from Essex. Dave from Plymouth. Dave from Liverpool. And a Dave in Manchester. <laughs> yes. Oh, well done, David. I still think David Stabridge is my favourite bush. I don't know about you. There's something about him. He's like a it's like a little faint bird just <laughs> chirping away in the background. Delicate Dave. Love you all. They're all fantastic. Uh, we've got a couple of spots left, obviously. Only a couple of days left. If you want to be one of those Daves, and critically, you are called Dave. Text us now, 8.12.15. So I hope you enjoyed um, that podcast. It's the penultimate one of 2021, but don't let that scare you. Um, just going back to the beginning, the uh, the smock stuff. Whilst that podcast has been on, I've, I've Googled um, trendy smocks. Thank God, I like that. Thank you. What a fantastic Google search as well. Straight out of Dad's chat. <laughs> Trendy smock. <laughs> <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> we mean, need to get involved. People need to. People need to get smocks. Man, need to get involved with it big time. Yeah. Uh, uh, what colour's yours? Because I'm looking at someone on a rather designer site here. 
Uh, mine's a kind of camo green colour. I've got a kind of camouflage colour smock. Oh, lovely. Is it, is it the kind yeah. of thing you could kind of go out, um, you know, bird watching in? Uh, that's an interesting, that is an interesting question. Um, I would say if you're out there in a, in a field with other concerning adults, you might want to try a poncho because no one can see what you're doing with your hands then. 